Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At bluenile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, everyone. It's Helen here, the voice of Azu, Enola, and Laverne. Today, I'm here to tell you about Woe Begone, a podcast launched on the RQ Network. Woe Begone is a weekly horror sci-fi audio drama series about the nature of power and the implications of linear time. Woe Begone follows Mike Walters, who discovers a mysterious and violent online game. What begins as an exploration of an alternate reality game with real-life consequences quickly becomes a search for the technology that makes the game possible. Each episode has a unique soundtrack composed by creator and writer Dylan Griggs. Listen to Woe Begone spelled woe period begone wherever you listen to podcasts or check out woebegonepod.com for episodes and transcripts have fun and see you later Rusty Quill presents The Magnus Archives Chapter 1 
episode 177, Wonderland. Can we please just talk? No. Why not? Martin. No, John, enough is enough. It has been hours and not a bloody word. We have been slogging our way through literal nightmares to find you, Basira. There's been plagues and wars and monsters and I... We've been worried sick. It has been awful. And the least... Can't have been that bad. What? You look fine to me. Excuse me? How unhealthy were the shoulders lean on every step of the way? Basira! Martin, leave it. Trust me, she's been through a lot more than we have. It's not a competition! Christ, I just wanted to talk, that's all. So talk? I mean stop and talk. I'd love that, Martin. I really would. Unfortunately, you two cost me my only lead on Daisy, and I need to find her before she moves on. So unless you have something useful to say... Daisy's not here. She's already moved on. What? See, this is exactly the kind of thing that comes up when we talk. Martin! I told you, I know everything now, more or less. I can see her with my, uh... Magic horror vision? Sure. It's actually been amazingly useful so far. So you can control it now? Yes. Hmm. So... (laughs) We know she's not here, and John can find her wherever she goes. It sounds to me like we actually do have a moment to talk, hmm? You might not care, but it is good to see you, Basira. It has been a long time since we saw a friendly face. Friendly wasn't what I was going for. All I'm saying is it's nice to find someone we can trust again. Ever since everything went to hell, it's just Yeah, about that. You caused this, didn't you? Don't give me that look. You know what I mean. Did you mess up the world? Yes or no? Yes. God damn it! I knew it was you. I knew it. Sarah... I didn't mean to. Elias was... We were all playing out this big ritual for him. With me as the linchpin. The gate. Oh, you didn't mean to. Oh, that's alright then. Christ, I should have known. I... I should have just let Daisy take you out at the start. You don't mean that? No. I don't know. Maybe. If I had, it would have stopped all this, wouldn't it? Perhaps. Perhaps not. I thought you knew everything. He can't do hypotheticals. And if I killed you now? What did I just say? You couldn't. And even if you could, it wouldn't be enough to undo what's happened to the world. So, what? You're the immortal god of this messed up little hellscape now. God might be stretching it. But I am more powerful now, yes. Brilliant. Okay, well, since we're talking, I I was wondering. I don't know if I I missed it, or if you both just assumed that I knew since you knew already, but, well... Spit it out. 
What was the deal with Trevor? Why was he... I mean, I'm not really sure what happened back there. Seriously. You brought him here and you didn't brief him, Mr. All-Seeing Eye. Oh, he just keeps being vague and ominous. Well, some things don't change, then. It was a courtesy. I wasn't sure what you'd be comfortable with me sharing. Oh, how generous. Basira, we want to help you. So when everything went sideways at the Institute, I lost track of Daisy and Julia Montauk. I know Daisy managed to kill her, but I don't know the details. Didn't find any sign of them in the archives, at least. It was uh, about a week later. They'd been stalking each other through the tunnels beneath the city. Daisy managed to corner her in an old subway access and tore out her throat. Trevor found the body three hours later. Do you want to tell it? Sorry. I thought you'd want me to fill in on the missing details. I don't. Anyway, seems like since then, Trevor was tracking Daisy. Wanted revenge, you heard him. I was still in the Institute when everything went to hell outside, so I guess that protected me from the first wave. Once I saw what had happened, that we'd lost. Didn't feel like there was anything left worth doing except keeping my promise to Daisy. So I went looking. I found Trevor's trail eventually and started tailing him. Hoped I could follow him as he tracked Daisy, but... Then you had to blunder your way in as always, and I had to step in. Sorry. It's his fault. He used you to bait Trevor, to bait me. Wait, I'm, so I'm sorry, you used me as bait? I used us as bait. I didn't know which one he'd go for. I mean, yeah, sure, but only one of us was aware of the plan. I'm sorry, I was going to tell you, but then I, I, I got distracted, and then we were within earshot of him, and I couldn't say anything, and I, I, I mean, you would have agreed, right? That's not the point, John. I'm sorry. It's okay. I understand. You done? Can we not have a moment? No, John, we can't. This is a chase, remember? Time is a factor. Less than you might think. So what happens next? What do you think? You just cost me my only lead to Daisy. All I have now is you, and you owe me. So I guide you to Daisy. Is she close? When did I become everyone's sat-nav? John. John! Yeah. No, not really. She was here, but the corridors of this place are... Rushing isn't going to close the distance faster. It's more about how we choose to move through these domains rather than our speed. What does that mean? I've been with him the whole way and I still don't know. It means we'll reach her quicker if you stop tearing off and let me concentrate on finding a proper path through this place. Yeah, speaking of, where actually are we anyway? I mean, I'm happy to be out of the woods, but... Wonderland House. A uh, mental health facility. Oh. Oh dear. Mm-hmm. Right, Daisy. Give me a moment. So... Did you actually walk all the way down here from Scotland? Kind of. Scotland's not really a thing anymore. Huh. London's still there. Sort of. Yeah, that's where we're heading. Eventually. He's been destroying other avatars on the way. Oh. 
That's good, I guess. How's he doing it? He's getting the eye to, like, like look at them. He just kind of drinks up all their fear and they yeah, just sort of implode. Sounds satisfying. Yeah. Not sure how much good it does, though. And one of them was a kid. John killed a kid? What? No, no, no. I just mean one of the avatars that we saw was like 13 or so. That's messed up. Yeah. We had to let him go because... Well, I mean... Yeah. Yeah. What's it like, being with someone who can see the inside of your head? Hmm? Oh, oh no he doesn't. Uh, I told him not to and so he tries to... look away? And you trust him to do that? Yes, I do. So what's your plan? Long term. Elias. He's up in that Panopticon Tower thing. Figures much. What's he up to? John doesn't know. He says it's a blind spot. A blind spot? A apparently. Convenient. What about Melanie? He's not sure about her either. He can't see her or Georgie. Dead then? No, uh, not dead. Just hidden somehow. Oh, back with us then. I know the route. Come on. It will take us past Daisy's victim. Victim? She's been killing. What? No, no, that can't be right. I, I thought people weren't even allowed to die anymore. Not permanently, but... Uh, ah. What is it? Really? Now? I'll try to be quick. What's going on? It's... It, he needs to make a statement. Is that like a euphemism, or...? Ew, no, it's, um... He sort of describes the place he's in to the recorder, and... Look, it, it, it's magic eye stuff. He can't help it. He needs to do it, and if he doesn't... He gets constipated? Hardly. Actually, yeah, basically. Right. Look, if you can both just give me some space, I would appreciate it. Fine. I'll keep lookout. No. If it's information about this domain, I think I'd better hear it. If you say so. Hi. How are we doing? You can call me Dr. David. I'll be here to help you out for the duration of your stay with us. Do you have a name? Hmm. <laughs> well, I'm afraid I'll have to disagree with you there. That's not your name at all. Now, don't get agitated. I'm sure we'll get there. Names are tricky. You know how long it took me to realise I was Dr. David? I mean, neither do I, to be perfectly honest. But the point is, names can take a while. And we'll be here to support you every step of the way. Hmm? Oh, didn't they tell you when you were signed in? Not to worry, these things slip my mind as well sometimes. You're in Wonderland House. We're a small, residential mental health facility here to help people like you come to their senses. 
and to protect the world from all your self-indulgent nonsense in the meantime. I can, I assure you. I'm your doctor, Dr. David. I'm here to help you, to treat you, to make it so you're less of a burden to everyone. And until I'm satisfied that we've reached that point, well, there's plenty here to keep you comfortable. Because obviously it wouldn't be responsible of us to let you out into general society, not in your current state. Hmm? No, of course it's not just them. We're here to help you. You're the biggest victim of, well, whatever little game you're playing here. And we know just how to help you. Please do try not to get so agitated. I understand it's a distressing time, but there's really nothing to be gained from acting out. There are no windows to escape through, all the... Yes, as I was saying, all the furniture is very firmly bolted down, and honestly, you're only going to hurt yourself. Hmm. I see. Violence, then, is it? Oh, I assure you, there is no way to hurt me. Nothing you could say or do could cause me even a moment's inconvenience. Your anger is pointless. Meaningless. Look, see? The only thing you've managed to hurt is your own hand. Now, are we finally in a position to listen to Dr. David, you meaningless little brat? Good. Now, I believe it's time for your medication. Oh, no, that stuff you were on before? Mm, garbage. No, I've torn up your prescription for that. It was poison, I assure you, warping your mind. No, I think we have something far better here. Go on, take it. Take it. Or do I have to get some orderlies to help you? There you go, down the hatch. I wonder what it was. Certainly you looked a pretty appealing colour in the medicine cabinet. But you never can tell with these things. Oh, there you go. Well, sweet dreams, I suppose. You try to wake up sane. <laughs> ah, awake at last, are we? Excellent. Allow me to introduce myself. Call me Dr. David. And you might be? No, I just like to greet all our new arrivals in person, and I would like your name, if possible. Okay, well, I don't think that's how it's pronounced, but that's what you'd like me to call you. Then I suppose I can do you that favour. Hmm? No, I'm pretty sure I would remember. No, I'm the only Dr. David on staff at Wonderland House. Goodness, can you imagine the coincidence if there were two of us? <laughs> Hardly bears thinking about. But no, I'm the only one here. Fact of the matter is, I'm the only doctor on staff. Most days it's just me and the orderlies. No one else around for miles. You're sure? Well, that is very strange. Would you mind describing this other Dr. David? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, did he now? Well, isn't that fascinating? 
Right, well, I think I'm starting to see what might be going on here, and let me assure you, it isn't going to work. Oh, I know, I know, I know. It's just that we have no patience here for your ridiculous lies. Seeing things, Phantom Doctors, you really think I'm that much of an idiot? You concoct some half-baked little hallucination and suddenly I'm stamping crazy on your forehead. I'm dreadfully sorry to disappoint you, but that's not how things work here. Oh, other doctors did, did they? Hmm, well, that sounds reasonable. Let me just have a, a look at your case file here. A gander at the old medical history. Medication, diagnosis, medication... Oh, hospitalization. Hmm. Trouble is, it's all lies, isn't it? Because I'm your doctor now, Dr. David, and I say these people, these professionals, had no idea what they were talking about because, well, I understand what they simply didn't. You made it all up, didn't you? What was it? A plea for attention, trying so desperately to make the world notice you? Some childish attempt to feel special? Or are you just looking for an excuse for the fact that you're a lazy, unlikable waste of air? Paranoia. Hmm, it's a big word, isn't it? A big excuse. Because here's the interesting thing. You are completely sane and rational. Everyone legitimately does hate you. It's not your brain making up lies. Don't be stupid. No, you're just a horribly unpleasant person to be around. You make people uncomfortable. You never say the right thing. You somehow always manage to smell bad. No wonder people talk about you behind your back. Even I hate you, and I'm responsible for your treatment. Isn't that funny? <laughs> hmm? Oh, I'm sure you would like some medication. Yes, I'm sure you would. That chemical safety blanket whispering to you, Oh, don't worry, you're just mad. You don't need to take responsibility for anything. You'll get none of that nonsense here. No. We'll teach you to stand on your own two feet. And we have all the time in the world to do so. Good night. Good morning. How are we feeling today? Hmm? Oh no, it's just me. Call me Dr. David. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure I've always had this face. Oh, I see. Another of your lies, is it? As though we haven't heard enough of them in the, what, five years I've been treating you now? No matter. Yes, five years. Can we please not start that again? Did you sleep well? That makes sense, I suppose. Nightmares are to be expected from a mind like yours. Oh, monsters, you say. You must have gotten a look at Brian the Orderly. <laughs> I joke, of course. You seem fine, though, so I'm sure whatever that silly little imagination of yours concocted, it can't have been all that bad. Oh, yes, more hallucinations. Mm, well, you can describe them to me if you like. I'm certain they're quite horrible, but on the other hand, they didn't happen. You're lying, and everyone wishes you'd stop making a fuss. Do you remember your mother? What you made her do because you just couldn't be bothered to pull yourself together? 
Yes, of course it was your fault. We've been over this quite extensively in our earlier sessions. Are you still pretending not to remember? I really wish you'd stop saying that. We don't really like the word mad in Wonderland House. Because you're not. You never have been. You just need to... Oh, do calm down, you hysterical little creep. Throwing another tantrum will get you nowhere here. Oh, violence, is it very original? Just do be careful not to... Well, I hope you're happy. Well, what did you expect to be under my face? You really should stop screaming. You're only upsetting yourself. It's real. It's absolutely real. I've told you, you're quite sane. You just need to admit it. And then we can get on with things. No rush, though. Like I say, we have all the time in the world. And good old Dr. David isn't going anywhere. Satisfied? Fuck. No, I get that bit, it's just... So the guy was mad, or...? No, it... it I, mean, I mean, yes. It's sort of like gaslighting, but in reverse. Uh, this place, it's built on the fear that your mental health problems aren't actually real. Wouldn't that be a good thing? No, I, I'm not explaining it very well. Uh, it's, it's the worry that everything is, is awful and it's actually your fault. Uh, that, that you made it up, that, um, that you're... What? Bad therapists. Let's just say it's the fear of bad therapists filtered through the spiral. That's... a lot more nuanced than I've gotten used to since everything went wrong. Yes, well, the spiral is nothing if not insidious. Um... That door meant to be open? <laughs> and dripping blood? We're here. Oh, Jesus. Yes. Horrible way to go. You sure this is Daisy's handiwork? Positive. She'd been prowling around for a long time, waiting for a gap in the treatments. And when she got one, she carved through the door like it was paper. He tried to run, but she was so fast. She took his legs first, slicing through the tendons. Enough. So that he could... We get it. Let's go then. Wait, what? That's it? What else is there? Seriously? I mean, who is this guy? Daisy slaughters someone and you don't even want to know why? You. What, you don't care? Don't have time. I could tell you. Don't bother. I know who he is. What? Noah Thompson. It's a nasty piece of work. Crossed him a few times when we weren't doing section work. Last I heard, he dodged a GBH charge Daisy brought him in on. Blinded the guy during a robbery. I guess she didn't forget. Wait. Wait, so... So she's hunting down criminals? People who she thinks got away with stuff? Sure. Really? As simple as that? 
What's your point? What, you think he ended up at Wonderland House at random? We're just going to ignore it and write him off as a nasty piece of work. We don't have time for this. Then we should make time. You want to hear how he ended up blinding that man? Because it wasn't a robbery. He was running away from Daisy, lashing out in a panic. The court believed it, but you believed her. I told you not to look in my head. I didn't, and I won't. But you can't hunt a monster that you refuse to see. Not interrupting anything, am I? Christ, Helen, you scared the life out of me. Sorry, darling. Not now, Helen. I'm sorry to butt in, but I was paying a visit to dear old Dr. David. You know, this place goes through nurses at an alarming rate, and I couldn't help but overhear your little problem. Really don't need your opinion on this. Good to see you too, Basira. You're looking well. And don't worry, I've no interest in your little ethical wobbles. No, I mean your issue with a certain feral runaway. I can help you if you'd like. No, thank you. What sort of help? You can't be serious. See, John, this is what I like to see. A proactive attitude, keen to work together. Someone really living their best apocalypse. I asked you a question. You did, didn't you? I can offer a shortcut. Take you right to that murder machine you call a partner. Basira, John can't go through Helen's doors. We, we couldn't come with you. Basira is a strong, independent woman. She doesn't need you two holding her hand. Anyway, it'll be dead quick. Two minutes, door to door, quick shot to the back of Daisy's head and we'll be home before you know it. You just heard what the spiral does to people. You can't trust her. <sighs> Nonsense. Martin can vouch for me. You and uh, what's-his-name went through Michael's door, right? And he was rubbish compared to me. We were in there for two weeks. Exactly. And you're just fine. Better than fine. Flourishing. You really don't care, do you? All right, be like that. Under new management, anyway. So what's it going to be, Basira, darling? Quick and easy. Or are you looking to take the long way round as the third wheel? Stick with the guys. Thanks. Such a shame. And here I thought you were actually going to follow through. Oh well. Good luck. And do give my best to Daisy. If you ever do find her. You done? Oh, John. Not to sound like a squeaky hinge. But do try to lighten up. Don't get me wrong, the brooding thing's good luck on you, but it is starting to get a bit tired. Especially now you've got someone else to do the intense driven thing. I think you might need to get a new shtick. Thank you for the feedback. I'll try to bear it in mind. It's all I ask. Anyway, I should be off. Don't want to be late for rounds. Ciao. Is it me or is she getting worse? I think I preferred it when she wasn't quite so, I don't know, chummy? What? You thought the end of the world would bring out the best in her? Now, can we just go? Sure. This way.
The Magnus Archives is a podcast distributed by Rusty Quill and licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Share Alike 4.0 International License. Today's episode was written by Jonathan Sims, produced by Lorianne Davis, and directed by Alexander J. Newell. It featured Jonathan Sims as The Archivist, Alexander J. Newell as Martin Blackwood, Frank Voss as Basira Hussein, and Imogen Harris as Helen. To subscribe, buy merchandise, or join our Patreon, visit RustyQuill.com. Rate and review us online, tweet us at the Rusty Quill. visit us on Facebook, or email us via mail at RustyQuill.com. Join our community on the Discord via the website, or on Reddit at r slash the Magnus Archives. Thanks for listening. Hi, everyone. Alex here. I'd just like to take a moment to thank some of our patrons. Alyssa Rosendahl, Heroway, Alexandra DiCarlo, Rue Weist, Halogen, Jill Flansberg, Peter Lucas's Life Insurance Policy, Taka, Ina Notochka, Meg Allen, Camilla Kavmark, Vortex Eclipse, Winfor, Sandra Rorder, Emily, Gila Sketchcat Schatz, Melanie, Sabrina McCoy, B. Elderly, Adrian Serrano, Evelina, Sloan, Alex James, Kit Lines, Pineapple Princess, a creature built of gears and silver, Kaylee L. Tomlinson, Powerloader, Carolyn McKenna, Frankie Kavakic, Nighthawk, Lex Adams, Grey Aster, Dan Hayes, Jonathan Bjorklund, Chaotica, Tristan Tinder, Danny Yeager, Sydney Bell, Jessica Matiace, Maya Manzonelli, Lionheart091, Murdo Homewood, AJ Waitkus, Eliza and Gray, Earl Conagin, Gripping Traverse, Kyra Marie Maginity, Finn Catterhall, Sonia Hansen. Thank you all. We really appreciate your support. If you'd like to join them, go to www.patreon.com forward slash Rusty Quill and take a look at our rewards. Hi everyone, it's Helen here, the voice of Azu, Enola and Laverne. Today, I'm here to tell you about Woe Begone, a podcast launched on the RQ network. Woe Begone is a weekly horror sci-fi audio drama series about the nature of power and the implications of linear time. Woe Begone follows Mike Walters, who discovers a mysterious and violent online game. What begins as an exploration of an alternate reality game with real-life consequences quickly becomes a search for the technology that makes the game possible. Each episode has a unique soundtrack composed by creator and writer Dylan Griggs. Listen to Woe Begone, spelled woe period begone, wherever you listen to podcasts. Or check out woebegonepod.com for episodes and transcripts. Have fun, and see you later.